Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. And I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's roast some cannabis. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 12, airing Monday, November 2nd, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us. This episode is brought to you by, well, us. We have a new podcast called The Good Buds Ghostcast, where we delve into the dankest pits of the internet in search of stories featuring ghosts, ghouls, and other phantasms to burn ceremonial incense, if you know what I mean and read for your pleasure. Check out the links below, and don't forget to wear your brown pants. Stay spoopy, buds. <laughs> so, how are you doing today, Shank? I'm doing magnificent, man. I've had a beautiful day, you know? I was doing a little bit of, a little bit of diddly-doodling on the old uh, drawing program there, making up some more memes for the page, and having, having a good time. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I've been editing some videos for the page as well, you know. Always check out our videos and stuff like that. But, uh, funny story. So, while I was, um, uh, um, that was, uh, Curtis, was out Curtis, today. Yeah. Curtis, are you, are you okay, bud? All right, I, all right, cards on the table. I'm going to be completely honest here. I, I was going to do a joke about construction. Um, yeah, I, I'm still working on it. Anyway, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing here, check out our Patreon page. We have six tiers available, including bonus content and access to our Discord channel. Absolutely right. We would love if you would check out our page and consider donating to the show. Now let's get into the review. Good Buds Review, Good Buds! So, Curtis, what are you burning today? Well, Shank, today I am burning on a sweet, sweet little strain called Blueberry OG. Hmm. I got that blueberry yum yum. It's divine. So, <laughs> this is a hybrid indica dominant. It is a combination of D a phenotype of DJ Short Blueberry and OG Kush. Now, I don't know the specific breeder who made this one, but this is the what the initial uh, seed was created from. Uh, in terms of the wheat that I got, it's a semi-dense nugget. That is a mix of forest green, olive green, and what's most interesting are these hints of this nice deep purple that just tips out on some of these leaves. Just kind of brushes out at the ends. Very excellent. Uh, it's got a very small amount of very dark inlet uh, orange rustic hairs. So it's kind of hidden behind the purple, so you don't really see a lot of them, but they do peek out just a tiny extra bit. Um, nice. in terms of crystals, not a huge amount, just kind of like a light crystal coating, but that does make sense because it is a somewhat lower THC, uh, strain, actually higher in cannabis or supposed to be more higher in CBD content, but the THC content is around 15 to 16% usually on this strain. So hmm. very interesting. Uh, in terms of the scent. Mm. It's got a very sweet, piney, terpy scent to it. 
Now, you do get some of the skunky, musky scents from the OG Kush, obviously being one of the parents. And you also get light notes of that sweet berry scent in the, you know, deep core of the nug. And obviously that's coming from the DJ Short Blueberry, the other parent mm. nug. So a very nice, very sweet smelling nug, obviously good with all the terpenes that come through. Uh, I think it's going to be an overall very excellent strain. Uh, nice. What do you got to show and tell for us today? Or should I say smoke and tell? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, well today um, I've got some Lemon Riot for us. This one was grown by Sundial Cannabis, I believe. Um, it is actually, though, it goes by another name, and the other name it goes by is actually Rascal OG, uh, which is a phenotype of OG Kush. So we got some weed that's related today. Ooh, cousins. Um, and SFV OG Kush, which is San Fernando Valley Kush, which is one of the old OG strains. Right, so right. it's kind of like on Pimp My Ride. They they heard that I like Kush, so they put Kush in my Kush, so I can Kush while I Kush. Oh, they put it's Kush amazing. on that Kush. You got 24-inch Kush there, bro. You got 24-inch Kushes on this bitch, but uh, it's a hybrid sativa. Beautiful, beautiful-looking emerald green nugs uh, with a very thick coating, like a nice fur coat of red hair all over the outside of it, um, and pretty much just as much crystal on the outside. It's got a very nice amount of crystal on the outside of these nugs. Um, they're not super, super tightly packed, but they are fairly tightly packed nugs. They're a little bit softer when you squeeze them, um, but uh, they're another one of those type of nugs that when you throw them into the grinder and you bust them up, they get fluffy, like super fluffy. A little bit goes a long way. Um, as for the smell of this, oh, it's one of my favorite things about this. Oh my goodness. It's like strong lemon. This is the first thing that hits you is that lemon smell, that citrine or whatever. But it's got the musky, skunky smell too, you know? It's weird. It's got that like kind of like from the OG Kush, just right. like yours, that OG Kush smell is coming through. Right, that little skunky, that common yeah. weed smell that you just know it's either weed or a skunk is somewhere yeah and if you're a smoke and you're and if you're a smoker chances are you're probably gonna smile when you smell it right regardless and, uh, exactly yeah so that's a but it's got a small hint of herbs in the background but overall it is extremely sweet smelling it's like a bouquet of lemons and skunk which i mean to a lot of people would probably be unappealing but at least to this bud it's pretty awesome um, oh yeah! Oh, Sounds very nice. Lemon smell. It's like it's weird though, man. It's like it's like it's like lemonade, like fresh lemonade, you know? Right. Kind of like, like one of those lemon stand. candies, almost. Yeah, almost like lemon candies, like that kind of like you know that sweet like uh, the lemon candy, like almost like a almost like a lemon drop candy, but not. I don't know. Like I, I I'm gonna have to see when we uh when we take hits of this uh whether or not it uh tastes the same as it smells i certainly hope it does before we do try these out though i think we should tell people to check out the pictures that we're gonna post oh yeah on the instagram pictures uh, you are guys going. can go yeah to Pic our instagram and check them out and we'll be posting pictures of these beautiful strains uh curtis will make sure they're properly hashtagged of course of course you're gonna be able to see all the fancy strains as well as some possible behind the scene content and just general you know, pictures of yeah. us smoking bongs, smoking bowls, joints, whatever. We're bored. General general miscellaneous fun things. And, and yeah, like, we're absolutely looking forward to sharing those pictures with you. Uh, and we're looking forward to uh, sharing our experiences with you as well. So we should try these out. For sure, See how for they sure. taste, right? 
Of course, of course. I got a bong pack here. I assume you do as well. You are correct, sir. Well then, bro. Lighters out. Toks go out. Blaze it, bros. Yes, sir. Tasting Curtis. Oh, whew. it is this amazing ocean breeze. Okay, so Febreze, familiar with Febreze yeah. company? Very, yeah, very familiar. I'm following you. Okay, so it's got this nice, amazing ocean breeze flavor with low fruity tones to it. Now, here's the thing mm. it starts off with an artificial tasting kind of flavor like that artificial mm. febreze ocean breeze kind of flavor or whatever but i swear to fucking god it smooths out into this nice natural flavor it tastes like i'm literally just like sucking off the ocean in the bahamas it tastes amazing like a fucking ocean beachside resort it's fantastic and like i said it's got that low fruity tones in there kind of like from the blueberry so you can kind of taste like the sweetness, but it kind of just mixes together with that skunkiness and it just tastes very nice, very tropical, very relaxing indeed. Um, nice. So how about that lemon rind, Shank? How's that treating you? Oh man, it's friggin' awesome. Uh, it's got a very sweet, smooth inhale. And when I say sweet, I mean candy sweet. That lemon drop analogy I made before was super accurate. Um... It's uh, got a lot of earthy notes as well as like a, a bit of that skunky tone kind of pulls through. Um, it's got such a sugary tart aftertaste though. It's like I legit legitimately just put a lemon drop candy in my mouth and just had it in there uh, for a while. So you'd say um, it's kind exhale... of you'd say it's kind of reminiscent of that candy, pretty much. Oh, very much so. Very, very much nice. so. Um, like it, the flavor is very, very, very similar to that, and it has. Uh, very deep, satisfying exhale, um, and leaves you with a nice head bump right from the get-go. You know, leaves you feeling very, uh, very lifted right from the outset, and I absolutely love that. I love strains that, you know, kind of hit you and give you that nice bump right at the beginning. Right, kind of just like that nice little schmack, that little punch, that little sprue. That's very yeah, nice, it makes man. It, it picks you up a little bit, you know? Like, kind of oh. makes you just feel like uh, you you took a good hit, you know? Like, something, like, you didn't right. just take something that kind of, well, that kind of, like, you know, doesn't sit well with you. Well, I'm sure there's a couple other people who have taken some good hits online, so let's see what they have to say on those review sites. How does that sound, Shank? Absolutely. What's it uh, What's it say about your beautiful blueberry there? Yeah, man, I'd, I'd love to hear what some people have to say about your blueberry. What are they talking about? For show, for show. But before that, as always... These are the opinions of stoners who have already put their opinion online, and we are more stoners adding our opinion to the online. Opinions. So the Blueberry OG is pretty well, uh, well, pretty well reviewed as a very happy, very relaxing, and a slightly giggly strain. But all in all, it does have a low psychoactivity. Like I said before, it's a low THC of like 15 to 16%, mm -hmm. uh, much higher in the CBD category, which is good because that makes it a very good anti-anxiety, anti-pain, and an anti-inflammatory weed. 
really good for all three of those. It's really similar to the siren that we smoked in the last episode that I had there. Exactly. That's Actually, some companion. very similar effects to that. So it might have one or two of the uh, same phenotypes in that category. So who knows? Very interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe related in some way. Now, one of the things that is also anti, it is anti-munchy. That's right. You get a loss <laughs> of appetite with this strain. And on okay. top of that, you also do get a little bit of dry mouth. But the two of those do kind of coincide. No saliva, no hunger. But you're pretty right. But regardless, I got bevs, I got snacks nearby, and I am all set to go for tonight. Yeah, we are always prepared. Of course, of course. So, Shank, what are they saying about the Lemon Riot? Well, the Lemon Riot has rave reviews everywhere that I've seen. Um, Like all the sites I went on, pretty much everyone had nothing but glowing things to say about it. Um, typically they all say that it's high energy, high focus, uh, great social weed for like get togethers and gatherings and stuff like that. Not that that's going to be much help in 2020. Am I right? Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, it's also luckily good for just kind of chilling out and working on a project. Uh, like, you know, if you're doing some art or working on a song or something, it's fantastic for that. Um, and, uh, the general consensus, what I've saw most in most locations was Overall, intense lemon flavor is fantastic, um, as an almost direct verbatim quote, and they're not wrong. The flavor is amazing. It, it's got the most lemony lemon flavor I've tasted. It's like like Mr. Krabs being like, my money tastes like money, but being like, my lemons taste like lemons, and it, it's pretty much lemony. Uh, I, love, I love the crap out of it, man. Oh, yeah. Very nice, very nice. And as we said before, pictures of these nugs will be on our Instagram. And if you want to follow us on our other social medias, we always got some memes, some statuses, let you know what we're going on through. Very uh, true. Check out our Facebook page and everything. Links are going to be down yonder in the description. Exactly. But in the meantime, uh, crap. Do you you have a joint? Uh, Curtis, do you have a joint ready? No. uh, Oh, wait. It's harvest time. That's right. Oh, oh, sweet. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I guess we got to wait till next year now. Yeah, we'll have more. Like, you know, there's always next year. We got our stashes, right? So we're all right. Exactly. But you know what? Now that we got our joints. We got our letters here. You know what they say, bros. 420 somewhere. Letters out. Let's blaze it. Let's blaze it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man, that tastes so good. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to want to put this out. Man, this is tasty as hell, brother. Is yours, uh, is yours hitting you just as good in a joint? How's that treating you in the joint? It did. I think in a joint, it does detract a little bit more from the sweetness, and it definitely gives more of the rich, the cushy taste to it, you know? I I personally prefer it out of the bong just because it just had that nice ocean flavor to it that just made me feel mm. like, wow. But out of a joint, I'm, I'm not complaining. Still tastes great. Yeah. Still tastes good. And what 
Well, you know what? Let yeah, me know. Let me know how yours tastes. Much the same thing, man. That's what you were like gonna say. A, yeah, I was gonna say pretty much same thing. It's it's like uh, like the skunkiness definitely comes to the forefront a heck of a lot more, um, but that sweetness is still coming through, man. It's like somebody fucking sprinkled pixie sticks on this thing. And honestly, I don't have much of a sweet tooth. If you ask literally anybody in my life, I will massacre a family-sized bag of chips faster than I will eat a, like, moderate-sized slice of cake. Because like, I'm just not a sweet tooth guy. But this weed, it makes me feel like I should be. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I like get what it. you're saying. Yeah, I like it, man. It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Like, I... I just, yeah, I'm a big fan of this strain. And this one, uh, like I was saying, it's grown by Sundial Cannabis. Um, I think Canadian company, I believe. Well, yeah, because he has dry cannabis. It's right. grown, now, grown here in Canada. Shank, I, I just sent it. you a message with a picture containing it. And a little surprise. Can you tell me uh, what's so special about that? And for the people watching our YouTube video, you'll see the picture as well. It'll be up on the screen. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and look at that now, and uh, would you look at that? That would be my Bud Curtis burning out of what appears to be my favorite type of paper. It is an Absinthe Juicy J's. I was able to find those today, as well as a couple other papers, and uh, I gotta say, bro, you are absolutely right. I hate to make you jealous right now, but this is a really good paper. Man, I love them. It like they're my favorite really papers out there. Like it tastes really good, and amazing. it's pretty good. I made a nice little cone here, but it's it's burning nice, burning smooth, and I felt like it would complement the uh, sweetness of the blueberry a little bit. Yeah, the absinthe. Well, the cool thing about the absinthe papers is that they have like it's strange because a lot of people say that they have a black licorice flavor, but I've never found that. It doesn't taste like no. black licorice at all. Oh, no. It's got a very distinct flavor to it that is not even remotely licorice-y in con in like texture. Um like if you want that by Black Magic Juicy Jays. There are Juicy Jays called Black Magic Juicy Jays. That one is supposedly black licorice but even then i don't yeah. really taste that it's still but just not distinctly tastes, yeah it still but tastes like absinthe, a really nice no. weird yeah. flavor which i do need to get more of those too but. yeah and the absinthe ones are like just very sweet like you're right about the sweetness like aspect like you know bumping up the uh bumping up the blueberry there right. uh but uh yeah it's they're magnificent papers yeah and he sent me a picture of uh what appears I'm... to be his uh well manicured nails um, holding a very well rolled cone of a juicy J with a nice burning cherry on it, and one of the fairy's arms caught on fire with his beautiful new PC, which will help him render the videos that you beautiful people will get to watch. Exactly. Um, in the background of the image. Um, you know what? I think that probably I think that's a gram worthy picture. Maybe slap a filter on that bitch and I'm gonna throw that shimmer up. onto the fans. Yeah. Okay. But uh, um. But yeah, on top of the absinthe papers, I also picked up uh, some OCBs, the pa your favorite yes. papers that you are currently using, that you're allowed to Represent. get. Represent. And I've used a couple of those, and those burn very nice. A little fast for me, but I think it still works yeah. nicely. It's really good if you roll uh, using a machine. Like, if you try yeah, to roll, roll them tight, roll them tight, and if you baptize them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you baptize your joints or not, I, I certainly do. 
but you baptize it, you want to get a little slobbery with it. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, I know some people do, some people don't. I don't judge. Like, you know, stoners do their own thing. And I know now in COVID times, if you're sharing joints with people, you probably shouldn't be sharing joints with people. Just roll individual joints. There's right. no Just roll pinners. Fuck it. Yeah, COVID, COVID folks. Um, but, um, like, you know, but if you are going to share joints, then I mean, you know, baptizing them might be a little sketchy. If you're, you know, some people might not be okay with it. I mean, personally, I don't give a fuck, but teach their own. But uh, that joint looks like it's very well rolled, and um, that GCJ is probably going to burn nice for you, too, because they're the best burning flavored paper out there that I've had. Where did you say they were made? They were made in Alicoy, España. España. That's amazing, man. So they were made in Spain. Made in Spain. That's fantastic, man. Like, I love that. And so you said, what other types did you get? You got OCBs. I got OCBs. Represent. I got Juicy J's Absinthe. And I also got mm -hmm. Juicy J Maple Syrup. <laughs> yes, sir. <You> Canadians. <laughs> yes, syrup. Dude, that's awesome, man. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'll make a Canadian out of you yet. <laughs> but I no, live that's in Michigan. It's the closest I can get the, while still being in America. From... Yeah. Well, dude, honestly, man, like... Other than Minnesota. That's too yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, so that's... And, yeah, the wonderful thing is, is, uh... I think with those papers, you can get, like... I mean, I remember... Because in Nova Scotia, our audience might not know this, but, um, flavored papers are illegal for people to sell. I mean, I can buy them on the internet as a consenting adult, but on the internet, like, is the only place I can get them. You can't get them in any stores, anywhere. Um, because this dude in our province, uh, politician, really pushed hard just before legalization, like, just shortly before. Um, because he knew that if he did it after legalization, that people would be able to protest it. You know, like, adults, legal adults could go out and openly protest it in public. And uh, he didn't want that, you know, because if it was still illegal, then it would be a lot harder for people to go out on the streets and be like, you don't take flavored papers because I'm rolling my joints with it, you know? Like, you can't... It's a lot harder to do. More awkward, at least. Um, so there was very minimal protest, and he banned them. Like, gone. 100%. Right. Curtis knows this. I told yeah, him. very unfortunate, which is why I'm sending yeah. him a secret care package containing... Some absent papers, <laughs> unless it gets intercepted yeah. by the government, but you won't know. Yeah, it's a secret. But um, so yeah, and and that's a cool thing is like so like um, I remember I went to the local smoke shop near where I live, and coolest. It was probably one of the better days of my life if it wasn't for the fact that it was tainted by the fact that I knew that they were gonna be gone forever ish, shortly after that. I went in, and I wanted to get some absinthe papers. So I was like, yeah, can I get some absinthe juicy J's while you guys are still legally allowed to sell them? And they were like, sure. They've been marked down. I'm like, oh, well, that's fantastic. How much? And they were like, yeah, they've been marked down 75%. And I was like, wait, what? Like, 75%? And she's like, yeah. I was like, how many do you have? She's like, well, we have one full on open box. And like a like a couple left in this box. And I was like, I want all of them. <laughs> yes. Like, I want all of them. She's like, she's like, the whole box. I was like, I want all of them. I was like, I want every single pack. 
of those absinthe papers. I want all of them. Like, just all of them. And so she was like, okay, like, no problem. So she, like, literally rang them up individually, and it was incredibly cheap. It was, like, fucking stealing cheap. <laughs> but, like, it was, like, wish.com cheap, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I, I have more on that later. All. I have more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. More on that later, folks. But uh, it was, like, wish.com cheap, and fucking I bought them, and I went home, and I, for, I want to say months, just to make it sound like I didn't smoke as much weed as I did, Bullshit. but it was probably, like, months, <laughs> not Eight plural, um, but I smoked the shit out of those. They were, like, my go-to papers for, like, until I ran out of them, and when I got to the last pack... I remember that last pack. It's kind of like a gram. When you buy a gram, you're like, the first half of the gram is gone in the first joint. And then, you know, you take, like, a pinch, and then a pinch, and then a pinch, and a pinch, and a pinch, and a pinch, until the pinches get smaller, <laughs> you know? Pinch, then and the like, pinch, of course. Yeah, so, like, you're like, I'm only going to smoke a little bit, you know, to start with, and then you smoke, like, half the gram, and you're like, okay, cool, and then you only have half a gram left, and you're like, <sighs> so you smoke, like, not even a quarter of that. And then, like, you know? Right. And it, so it was like that, and that last pack lasted for way longer than probably all the other packs. Like, I think I had the last one on New Year's. Actually, it was, like, New Year's Eve. I had rolled the last of that, and it was after the papers were illegal because it passed very shortly after, but, um, like, it was already passed. They were just waiting, biding time, basically. And uh, so... I smoked the shit out of them, and I think I smoked the last one. It was New Year's Eve. I can't remember what year. Um, and I'm not going to rack my brain for it, because it's probably not that important. Right. But I love those papers, and the fact that you're sending those to me, like, that honestly touches my soul. Like, it, it feels good, man. Like, real good feels. Oh, yeah. Well, And I'm going to have to send you something down, too, that's, uh, that's above board and completely legal and isn't a sheep sex doll. The show. And... Definitely should probably wait until after maybe the election time, because I think it's going to get a little hectic with posting and shipping and everyone posting in ballots and stuff from America. But You are very correct about that. And speaking absolutely. of the election, I think we should mention we have, um, we have something couple, about it. I think we have a couple now, updates on stuff. So, you know, oh, yeah. oh I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. You want to hit it? <clears throat> Let's get into some. Weed news worldwide. So, guys, what we're going to start off with first is a quick little update on something we talked about over the past couple weeks, and that is the 2020 election ballot for marijuana legalization. This is something we've been talking about before, and this is kind of our last chance before, you know, uh, election day, because it's kind of tomorrow or the next day compared to when this uh, releases. And as we said before, we don't tend to get any political in any way, and we don't have any... Th these views are not for any stances on any other issues except for cannabis legalization. That Just is the as a only thing we care about. We is... are a one-issue podcast, and that one issue is cannabis legalization. That's we... the only political issue we'll comment on. We will support a specific individual if they agree with cannabis, or cannabis but we're not going to tell 100%. anybody to vote for any. One person vote for the specifically the thing of marijuana. 
vote for policies, not parties. Look into yes. who you vote for and make sure that you're voting for things you believe in, Absolutely. not just for parties. Like just and weed. Vote yes for weed. Just yes, vote yes for, for everyone weed. and getting weed. But it, here, Curtis, get to those updates, man. Let's let, let these sure. folks know what's going on in the. Uh, so rather than going through the whole list, I'll just do a quick brass statement. Um, if you go to Leafly.com, which is where I'm currently getting my news source, they have a current. Uh, page uh, with the links in the description below that leads you through all of the election 2020 things that you need to know for legalization on ballots in specific states that it affects uh right now as of right now uh the ones where it really affects are arizona mississippi montana new jersey and south dakota with another thing going into oregon but again check the description below read up on yourself if you live in any of these states go out and vote on these prepositions to make marijuana legalization in your state happen whether it's recreational or legal or medical you know yeah. go out the and more do states, the part that the more you states can that get behind it and the more state power that goes into this the more the federal government will consider legalizing on a federal level they're already considering it but Absolutely. it will be another point in legalization's favor if more states start standing behind legalization. So it's just a great idea all around. Absolutely. And based on recent Gallup polls, uh, Arizona, New Jersey, and South Dakota are all looking very positive for legalization. Mississippi is still uh, half Arizona. and half. It's still iffy. But again... We won't know until tomorrow or the day after that. So, again, last chance. If you can, go out, make a difference, vote. Yeah, and legalization is a wonderful thing, and that actually leads really well. The fact that legalization can lead to great things, actually, it's, it leads perfectly into one of my stories. One of the great things that legalization of marijuana can lead to. Right now... That? In Edmonton of Canada, there's this uh, this grower, like this uh, Parkland Flower Incorporated is what they're called. And uh, they're like a micro-growery, I guess you would call them. So they're like a small batch grower of quality cannabis. Like a micro-brewery, right? but they make those yeah. you know, super fancy buds. Exactly, like those buds that we saw from those people that we emailed and they never emailed us back yet. We'll get into that some other time. If they don't email us back at all, then we'll like flame them for it, but I'm not doing it now. Um, but anyway, <laughs> they're a micro-grow place, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so the owner, or one of the co-founders, has like big picture ideas. Like she's thinking outside the box. So what she's thinking, now you know wine tours? Yeah, like through a vineyard. Yeah, you go through the vineyard, you like see all the grapes, then you see Pick the squishing with, you know, you get to squish some with your feet and you giggle and then a you wine and your tasting friends have after. cheese and crackers and like, you know, you test different types of wine. Right. That kind of thing, right? Yeah, and you get okay. to see like the mass vineyard and then you get to walk through like little parts of it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah like the processing and they go through the history of it and everything else, right? And it's really nice. It's a good time. I've yeah. been on one before and it was 
genuinely a good time. Same. I'm not a huge wine fan, but I liked it. Same. I we like have cheese, a... and they had lots of cheese. Yeah, same here. We have a couple here in Michigan, which is surprising because yeah. everyone thinks we're all apples and cherries. We do have a little... I know, right? No, we do have a true, tiny we're bit apples of here. We're apples and cherries here, but we also have wicked vineyards because frequently those three things go together in microclimates. Exactly. I read so... up that. I read up about that one time on some kind of fucking blog. I can't remember what it is. Look it up on Google. You'll be like... <gasps> but, uh, but aside from that, what it, what this woman is thinking is, why can't we do that with weed farms? That would be incredible. I know. I know, right? It's like, it's brilliant, right? So, basically, uh, what they did is they took people from Nova Cannabis around their Parkland facility, just kind of showing off their plants and, like, letting them take pictures and stuff of the, like, plants that are growing and everything else and that kind of thing. And right. these these were professional people, right? So these were, like, investors. Like, so where they got the idea from is they had investors come in, and they gave them a tour of their facility. They didn't... I don't know if they let them smoke or not. I mean, you know. But, uh... Oh, no, hold on. We'll get to that. But uh, they were an investor. Um, I don't know whether the investors got to test or anything like that, but they gave them a tour of the facility and let them take pictures of different things and that kind of thing, Right. Right. Um, just to get a scope of the pr- pro- like product and the procedures that go into making the product the quality that it is. And so they're hoping that they can offer that exact same experience to the public soon. And they want to add a tasting room and a sales area. So you'll be able to go on the wine tour, or the weed tour. Like, you know how we both consider ourselves weed molliers, right? Right. Like, weed we, we like to take our time and appreciate different strains of weed. Smoke you know? alliés, if you will. Smoke alliés, if you will. Yes, that's I, that sounds way classier. Fucking smoke alliés. So, like, the, so, like... The reviews were wrong. Be, I have the munchies. Uh, goddamn reviews. Munchy well, hey, like, like we always say, they affect everybody differently. You know, when you smoke it, blah 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 That's why reviews exist. That's why this podcast exists, right? Because it's going to treat you different than it treats us. This is just how it's treating us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the munchies yet, which shocks me. Usually mm-hmm. these sativas get the energy pump and then I get hungry. Uh, but it's awesome because uh, they called it, um, and I quote, a farm-to-table experience. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I would see, they missed a fucking opportunity. I wish I was their marketing manager because I would have absolutely told them they should have gone with, instead of farm-to-table, it should have been farm-to-rolling tray. I think farm to table sounds yeah. nicer. Farm to rolling tray experience. Farm to grinder. <laughs> or farm to tray experience. <laughs> yeah, just a farm to tray experience. And like, you know, just have a rolling tray and have like, sell rolling trays in your motherfucking gift, tro- gift shop that say that from farm to tray and then have your fucking trays, your fucking farm's logo. Like, God, it makes itself, man. I need to start making merch for us, brother. <laughs> Do you think that they so, would have their, like, self-trimming rooms where, you know, people can come in and trim their own weed that they know, can take home? Yeah, that'd be neat. That would be neat. Like, I mean, honestly, like, if you could, like, almost like, dude, you know those, like, um... I don't know if you have those down, these down in the States. I'm sure you do. But they're, like, like, Noble Grape or whatever, where you can go to them and pay them money. And, like, you, air quotes, make wine. And, like, they keep it there... And they monitor it, and they take care of it, and they do everything they need to do with it. 
basically all you do is like pour the yeast into it or whatever and like fucking shake it a little bit so that right. technically legally you made it um, and then they store it there and then when it's done they bottle it for you and you can go pick it up I'm going to tell you this. If a company does that here in America, I don't know about it because everyone I know that has claimed to make alcohol literally makes it in five-gallon buckets in their basement. And I've seen Oh, yeah, do for it. sure. You can do that, too. It's super easy. I had a friend who Very made moonshine, a friend who made vodka, a friend whose parents made beer, and a friend whose moonshine mom and her best friend made a lot, and I mean a fucking lot, of red wine. <laughs> that's magnificent man like in a basement uh, like where a couple feet away we were sitting in a septic tank smoking weed it was a clean septic tank but yes, story for another day i assume i hope so <laughs> story for another no, day but yeah that's story for another day but no that's the and that's the yeah, thing is like it's like in there they yeah, literally like, had like you know those uh fucking gallon things that they put on top of uh water coolers like those oh yeah yeah super massive 10 gallon water jugs yeah. yeah, they're 18 liters. 18 liters, yeah. They've yeah. had, like, five of those filled at a time. Oh, wow. Well, dude, honestly, it's, like, that reminds me, like, there have been times, like, where, like, I would fill those with smoke making a lung out of them, right? Like, so that's a oh, yeah. fucking huge volume. Like, you'd share yeah. that between, like, ten people. But making wine in those, that would be, like, it's. I know my stepdad used to make beer. They got through them, like, quick, And it was too. okay. Oh, like, yeah, they no, sold because a it's, like, cheap, barely alcoholic hooch, so, like, you kind of fucking it, you drink it. They made and, it like, a little strong, so... But, yeah, yeah you they... Get, you get pretty fucking hammered off of it. They but, still would make a couple, sell a couple here, but, yeah. yeah rather they than pour a... sugar into it, too. But, yeah. They, pour, they always, like, pour sugar into it and make it, like... It's like Kool-Aid, but... But, yeah, alcohol. rather than have a company, or if that's the case, I don't know if that's the case, because, like yeah. I said, everyone I know who has made alcohol literally made the alcohol themselves. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's definitely an option here, too, right? Like, that's, like, a legal option. Like, you can make your own wine at home and everything else, right? But there's, okay. like, these companies that you can just, t for the convenience sake, basically, they take care of the entire process for you. So you go there, you pick what kind of wine you want, like, how many bottles you want and everything else. Then you basically get to make it, that you kind know? Of, like, that you just sounds like one of those things a rich girl does just for the hell of it. Oh, it's definitely basic. It's it's absolutely what I would consider to be a basic activity. Um, like getting a pumpkin spiced anything, or, you know, wearing Uggs, or, you know, wearing yoga pants as pants. Which, I mean, isn't wrong, and I'm not going to complain anyway. about it. But, so, you know, it's basic. Uh, but so anyway, it's like, yeah, so it's like, I think it'd be cool if they did that with weed, where you could go into this place and, like, be like, I want that strain right there, and I want to, like grow it but i don't want to grow it at my house because that's a lot of fucking work and you guys are here and you're already growing your own stuff so if you just kind of grew your stuff and every now and then went and checked on my stuff that'd be cool and i'll pay you money and then all i need to do is check in on it every couple weeks i go pop in see the progress you know oh, that yeah. kind of thing talk to them about what stage it's in blah 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 feel involved in the process and then you know when it comes to harvest time i get to go in you know trim, pre -trim the buds like trim the leaves, like once I'm going to, to the full, like the full. Leave it up to dry. Stage. Go somewhere for another three days. Come back yeah. and then just Dro gather drop up your it, weed. like snip it. Then you know, let them cure it with their curing process to make sure it's properly cured. You know, like and they right. would cure it to make sure it's like perfect, like perfect, like one hundred percent best grade it could be. And then I get to go pick it up, and technically, 
because I was involved in the process, I could say I grew it. Felt like a dick you know, move, way, but at I the same time, it. it would still be cool. That would be a cool process, and I definitely would still get involved. Yeah. Just because it would yeah, be nice to have saying. a professional grower going through it, as opposed to... You know, Absolutely, and, it, and if they made that a service for people in general, it would be really cool, because then older people could potentially pay them less money than it would cost them to go out and buy right. like marijuana for like pain treatment or anything else or that kind of thing. It might co cost less overall for the yield they get for them just to pay the company to grow it right. for them. Right. So then these older people who don't have the ability to do the gardening and the maintenance and everything else and like concentrate on the lighting and the timing, all the shit that goes along with a really good quality grow would be able to have that done for them and all they would need to do is essentially pick it up. Absolutely. You know? And I think it would be cool to have, you know, that kind of experience where you just go in and I mean, even though yeah. it is your plant, you do get to kind of fucking tear it down and everything. But mm -hmm. I do have an unfortunate but also very fortunate story about tearing down plants that I think you were a little familiar with because we were kind of having a little discussion before oh, okay. the show on who gets to tell the story because we kind of found uh, it around like, the same time i agree entirely that you do deserve to you do like based on timestamps, you found it a little bit before i did and, and it's in your wheelhouse it's in your it's in your jurisdiction exactly. so i won't let you take it but we did find this at the same time separately neither one of us <laughs> knew the other one had found it exactly we just like both were like oh my god so... this story needs to be told so curtis hit them with this man this is nuts <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the DEA is seeking contractors capable of burning four tons of marijuana per day. Four tons. They are oh looking they are looking for a contractor who can burn at least 1000 pounds of marijuana per hour for 8 hours straight. <laughs> because the <laughs> DEA every year seizes millions of marijuana plants Wait, and how literally much per hour and literally tons of raw cannabis, which eventually end up being destroyed, and their contractors—they are running out of contractors essentially. So where do we sign up? <laughs> send, send it to us. Send it. it. That's send exactly. It. Send where do it I sign to up? Is there us. like some kind of line? Do I, I have to like? Is there a form I need to fill out? I'm trying to find out. The work oh, would man, start January first like, of next year. Could, seriously, let's Hold we on. are technically a corporation. Hold right? on, good buds broadcast Hold. corporation for those. Hold yeah. your titties. The work would start January first of next year, and the contract but... would expire in twenty twenty six unless terminated sooner. The deadline to send informa information for would be contractors was Friday. Ah, missed it. We would have gotten it too. We would have been like, listen, we will do it for free. Like, we every other company out there, like, because they always go with the lowest bidder. Like, Absolutely. that's how the government works, right? So, other companies would be like, we can do it for $1.8 million. And they'd be like, 1.8, we can do it for $1.6 million. Free. And me and Curtis would come in and be like, hey there, we're with the Good Buds Broadcast Nope, not even. Just go in with free. <laughs> yeah, we'd be, we'd go in there and we'd be like, hi, we'll do it for free. And they'd no, be like, that's too like, friendly, free, Shank. free? Like, uh, yeah, literally all it would cost, all it would cost you guys is the cost that it would cost to ship it to us. Shank, That's you seem to not understand. It. This is the DEA. This is a government entity. You literally just type free. They give it to you. Yeah, just type free. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. Yeah, free. Like, how much? It's like, how much are you guys going to do it for? Free. Yep. 
free. Send it to us. In fact, we will pay for the shipping. No, I don't know. Dude, I would not want to pay to ship how much weed. Are you fucking kidding me? We have to burn fucking four tons of marijuana per day. Do you know how much we could sell that for? Yeah, but dude, we can't because the DEA is giving it to us. <laughs> exactly. Easy money. Wait, they oh don't want God, it. You're right. That's how most drugs are. The DEA gives it to people and they sell it and then they bust people and put them in jail and have them make cheap products. And they give it back to us and we and do the same. Back to them. We're the middleman. And man. they give it to us. So yeah, we're the guys no. that give it to the guys that get busted by the guys and go, okay, we're good. Yeah. We're all right. We're at the part in the chain where we don't get hurt. So, yeah. Okay. By the way, if any DEA agents are listening to this, this is nope. a fictional scenario. Hold up. We know we're not going to get the contract. We cut, we missed the cutoff anyway. <laughs> anyway. Don't fucking investigate us. We're to fine. avoid potential contract highs, there must be proper ventilation and no smoke buildup will be allowed. Other mandates include closed circuit cameras that capture the entire process, which DEA reserves the right to access, as well as background checks and regular drug tests of all personnel. Armed DEA agents and contractors will be present during scheduled burns. The work is also very hush-hush, so whoever gets the job shouldn't expect to regale friends with stories of the latest large-scale federal weed-burning sesh. So disappointment all around. That does not sound fun at all. No, nope, I'd rather just going... be a fly on the wall while they're doing it. Are you kidding? I would rather just <laughs> skydive over. That's yeah. That's dude. Oh my god, dude! If all we right. just got wingsuit, right, you guys, if we got right, wingsuits, go to our Patreon right now. Donate money to us. If we get enough money, we will both skydive. But that's like we're talking like what? Like no, um, dude, we uh, don't even have to skydive. We'll just like get wingsuits. Six thousand dollars. We'll just get wingsuits, we'll jump out of a plane, we'll run through, and the fucking smoke will just hit us in a huge column, and it'll just be so fabulous. Now, here's the deal. If this if this podcast gets $6,000 worth of donations in 24 hours after the release of this episode, then we'll both go skydiving. See, that's but the thing, Curtis. It's not going to happen, so we won't go skydiving. I want to go skydiving, so I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll go skydiving. We will. Oh, Actually, yeah. you know what? I probably... I'm not going to lie. My other half is very permissive. She will literally allow me to do fucking damn near anything I want to do in my life. And actually, she's extremely supportive of most... 90% of the ridiculous things that I intend to do. You know, and that I have done. Or that I currently continue doing. But... Yeah. Two of the things that she has explicitly said that she will, like, leave me and never speak to me again if I put her through the trauma of watching her, like, watching me do them. One of this, one of them is skydiving, unfortunately. And uh, the other one, um, basically, uh, um, and the other one is uh, getting a motorcycle, buying a motorcycle. And I was like, are you serious? I've, like, had a motorcycle in the past. I've owned one. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Do you own like, one was, currently? No, well, I do not. good reason for it. And I'm not gonna... Yeah, I don't, that's what I mean. And no, no, that's the thing is that the other one, it's, I never got injured in any way with it or anything like that or had any accidents or yeah, that kind of thing. It just... It was yeah. a shitty old bike and it broke down. And, like, you know, like, it kind of was an inconvenient spot for it to break down. It was, like, you know, like, I pulled over on the side of the highway because it was making funny noises and it just kind of quit on me. So, I just never got another one, never bothered, right? Because, fuck it. <laughs> like, 
you know, they're not really that freeing, right? I mean, it's people are like, yeah, it's freeing. But when I'm like, yeah, I want to go camping and bring somebody with me, it's not so freeing. <laughs> so I figured I'm, I'm fine without it. And uh, so I never, I, I, I told her that's absolutely not a ridiculous thing to ask of me because I've had friends who've gotten in motorcycle accidents and I've had friends that have gotten in accidents and lived and I've had friends that have gotten in accidents and did not live. So I'm not like keen to i know i'm gonna die someday for some reason but um avoiding all existential crises diseases, um i'm i just would rather not do anything that would upset her in that way for no reason you know and i don't really feel the urge to do it i'm not one of those get your motor running kind of guys <laughs> though i look good in chaps well then <laughs> but no it's uh that's crazy though that the DEA's got that fucking burn going, and you know, I, you know, to the company that got the contract, I'm sure those professional people will burn that harmless plant to the ground, and not enjoy a little bit of it. But the birds in the area are gonna be fucking baked. Bastards. Yeah. <coughs> um. I, I, yeah. It's a, any, you cough there. Yeah, I heard that. Got any other stories? <coughs> assholes. But um. But speaking of uh, speaking of weed being taken for shitty reasons. Um, would you like to hear a really funny story about how knotweed was taken for shitty reasons? Okay, then. Well, alright, so I was on a website, it's called Gondrepreneur. First of all, I love the website name. Link will be in the description. Um, and they have an article here where thieves mistakenly stole hundreds of hemp plants thinking that it was pot. Like thinking that it was the dank dank, um, it was in just France. Hemp, this happened. Yeah, this is the international one. So thinking it was that good good, they uh, stole hundreds of plants. So what it was is a group of thieves in France was caught stealing plants from an industrial hemp farm in the belief that they were getting THC rich cannabis. That is a full. That is a quote. Um, so basically six dudes got arrested in, uh, let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. If we have any French listeners out there, um, correct me in the comments. I don't know how you're going to be, cause you're just going to be able to, either way, uh, Nouvelle Squin, what, Squitain? Squitain? Squitain. Okay, Nouvelle Squitain. It's like S-Q-U-I-T-A-I-N-E. Anyway. Anyway. It's a region in France, and so they got busted, and they spent two nights, so two, not just one, but two nights stealing hemp plants from an industrial hemp farm. Not a single one of them were like, hey guys, this, this isn't weed. <laughs> like, some of them tried uh, to, like, you know, smell it, like, or, you know, look at a it. very clear, gunky smell. Or just look at it, just, like, look directly at it. Well, they probably did saw the pot leaf, and they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Tomato plants!" <laughs> so, uh, so it's in. Um, so basically, basically, what they reported is that some two thousand square feet of plants were stolen. Um, they uh, the prosecutors currently believe that the thieves thought they were stealing cannabis plants and not hemp. Um, they're going to be charged with aggravated theft and violence with a weapon, apparently, after having fired a shotgun Oof! when they were discovered by farmhands, which is kind of crazy. Okay. So, uh, 
Yeah. They didn't hit anybody, though. Nobody was injured. Um, nobody got hurt. That was the second night they were stealing the plants, and uh, they got arrested the next day. Very nice, very nice. So they probably wouldn't have gotten caught if they hadn't, you know, fucking fired a shotgun at Farmhand. Right. Yeah. But, well, I don't know whether they were discovered and then they fired the shotgun or what. I don't know the sequence of events, but they got found out. They fired a shotgun, um, didn't injure anybody, at least from what the article's telling me. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were arrested the very next day, which is fucking dumb. Like, oh. when you're that stupid, you, yeah, they're you're too dumb to be able to visibly notice the difference. Over two days? Like, that means they had a full day worth of sunlight and fucking, like, chilling out with the other plants to be like, okay, let's, like, look at this and see what the quality's like, you know? And, like, look at it and be like, okay, why aren't there any giant buds or anything? Like, why is this just a fibrous fucking plant with, like, weed leaves on it that's a little bit sticky, but, like, doesn't, there's no weed. Right. You know, like, why, like, what's going on here, you know? Like, they would figure and, it out. Like, but... they, they didn't even do it. Like, you know, they didn't even bother. And that's just dumb. And so, um, but, uh, so weed is illegal in France still. So if you're listening to this from France, um, I don't know French for I'm really sorry that your government's dumb and can't legalize. Omelette uh, du yet, But hopefully they figure it out. And, uh, I if think... you can vote for it. Vote for weed. Um, vote yes on weed. That's a, that's like our general thing. Vote yes on weed. Um, and uh, so it's illegal in France uh, because they have a and they have very strict rules for CBD products, uh, which uh, just as recently as twenty eighteen, um, hemp has never been prohibited. So hemp's always been allowed in France. Um, actually. Fun fact, they're the largest grower of industrial hemp in Europe. Hmm. Which is yeah. interesting. Um, so, yeah, and their, uh, their, their laws say that uh, hemp has to contain less than 0.2% THC. Right. Um, so, uh, basically, they have reduced some penalties and stuff like that, and they're working on uh, replacing cannabis-related cannibal charges, or cannibal... <laughs> cannabis charges with fines um so that like they're not like locking people up or like taking people to jail like just they're gonna take a people hopefully so uh Fair basically enough. what there's and uh, what the article also says is that the confusion isn't an uncommon occurrence um in the u.s both thieves and law enforcement have regularly confused industrial hemp for thc rich cannabis um so basically yeah there's like a few articles here um or actually a few little uh, bullet point things about what have happened, uh, what's happened in the States, just to kind of tie this over to things that happened there. But in 2018, a Tennessee hemp farmer was involved in a car chase and shootout with a group of thieves who mistook his hemp crop for cannabis. Yeah, so that's crazy. Um, in Texas, a hemp delivery truck driver was arrested and jailed for a month because police couldn't tell the difference between hemp and cannabis. And in May, an Oregon hemp farmer, or sorry, an Oregon hemp farm sued two different sheriff's offices after law enforcement wrongfully seized and destroyed a crop worth of about $2 million of industrial hemp. This is crazy, man. People got to get educated. There's a big difference between hemp and cannabis. Big difference. Oh, yeah. Same plant. Totally different. 
completely different. Yeah. Like, I mean, ugh, it, it drives me bonkers, man. Doesn't that well, get to you sometimes? It does get to that, me. Like, I mean, people yeah. need to understand, like, well, not that, but on top of that, people need to just stop stealing weed in general. Just yeah. fucking vote to get it legalized. All that shit. Understand yes. the difference. Educate yourselves. But more importantly yes. than all of that, Jake, how are you feeling right now? Man, I feel magnificent. This stuff is incredible. It's given me such a high energy, like, fucking bip and lift. Like, I feel good. I feel like I'm moving. Um, it's it's great, man. It's an awesome strain. The flavor is still in my mouth. Um, that may be because I keep lighting this joint. But it's it's really, really good, man. I, I friggin' love the crap out of it. Like, I love it. It's a beautiful strain. How's yours treating you? Uh, pretty good. Um, I'm definitely, you know, a little uplifted, definitely relaxed, but I'm feeling happy. But I'm kind of with it a lot more than I usually am. You know, usually by now I'm like, okay, I'm pretty fucking high. Like, what's up, bros? All that. But no. <laughs> yeah, the indi- yeah, the indicas are like, uh, usually. Like I said, this is a very low psychoactive strain. Fucking in terms of pains and aches, like, I did work this morning at my actual job, and barely feels like it. Like, all my joints and everything, they're not stiff, I'm not stressed, I'm just calm, chilled, and relaxed. Everything's good. But I do have another bong pack here. You, yeah, uh, and I've got this, yeah, I've got this joint here right in front of me. I can, uh, I can hit the lighter to it again, but make, make sure she's going good. In which case, this is our, uh, Last talk of the episode, boys. So, letters out. Let's blaze it. Let's Jeez, that's tasty stuff, man. I'm loving it. Oh, yes. Very good. Again, I have blueberry OG. Very and nice. I have... L- I got that lemon riot. Also very nice. And mm-hmm. oh, whew, still just got that nice ocean breeze taste to it. Oh, I got lift, man. I got I keep getting picked up. Like someone's grabbing me by my shoulders and just like picking me up every time I take a puff. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's so great. It's like that movie, uh I don't know if you remember, like, it was, like, Seventh Man or something like that, or Sixth Man. It's, like, the one where the dude on the basketball team, his homie died, and he, like, came I, out as an angel and, like, lifted him up and shit. Very I, 90s movie. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one. All right, I'm going to have to I look remember. that up, and, like, once I figure it out, I'm going to post it on our Facebook as, like, a random post that's just going to be, like, I'll wait until after this episode comes out, and, yeah. like, then I'll post what the, the, or I'll put it in the description if I figure it out. In the description, yeah, yeah. But for right now, everybody, I think it's time that we roll one for the road. We get it going, we're running out of time here. So, roll one for the road, and we will see you on the next episode of the Good Buds Podcast. That's right. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and uh, just scream about this at the top of your lungs in the middle of the night, wherever you are. Just like if you're in your bedroom or the road or just, to, to, like, just when you think it's late enough, just scream about this podcast to people. And speaking of screaming late at night, don't forget to check out the Go- Good Buds Ghost Cast. 
our new podcast where we tell scary stories and, you know, hopefully spook you a little bit. Very spooky. Yeah. <coughs> bring, uh, bring your good wheat in your brown pants. Exactly. Later, buds. Later. <laughs>